a sports reporter is out to get the fucking Lakers. To, like, like, this go, isn't like, the Cold War, bud. Like, like, what are we talking about? You are now listening to New Faces Podcast. Hello and welcome to New Faces Podcast, episode 32. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Excellent. Good <laughs> shit, because that was a total guess. I actually had no idea. Are we sure? Epi- I think so. I yeah, it's there. episode 32. Yeah. What's up? I got it. Bringing new faces to new places. <laughs> With me as always, Nick Grunza. How are we doing, guys? Bob... Bobby Miles. Hello. I'm, I'm glad that I went missing for one episode and he almost forgot my name. <laughs> I almost said Bobby Troutman, yeah. so That's that my was... my father. <laughs> and Brian Troutman is here. How's Troutman. everyone doing on this glorious Tuesday morning here in Jessup? I've been up since 4.30 in the morning, had a dream that my parents' car got stolen while I was using it last night, woke up a little shook. This is a great... Had to contemplate life over a couple of cigarettes at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> but we're here, ready to go. Oh, my head is sweating already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. Troutman's day so I feel far. like Hassan Whiteside. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. This is basically going to be the NBA free agency episode. So let's strap in. All right. So, Brian, Trout. Yep. My guy. We're going to start with you first. Okay, then. The Knicks didn't get Kawhi. Or... Kyrie. We're not getting Kawhi. Yeah, you're not getting Kawhi. <laughs> but you didn't get Kyrie. You didn't get KD. You didn't even get DeAndre Jordan. Well, he was. we didn't play him on purpose at the end of the season because like, we knew he wasn't coming back. But honestly, I kind of like knew that we weren't going to get Kyrie and KD over recent times. Like Back during the season, I was almost all about it. But then like when I found out that like for months that that was over, like I was like, come on, man. And like so you, you've already known this is kind of not going to happen. Yeah, but like it was like a pipe dream as soon as like the season ended, kind of. Because like it was great and all. Like all season, everyone thought they were going to the Knicks. And then the Nets kind of took the lead there. And you know what? Fucking throw up the white flag. They won. Fair and square. Yep. Congrats. So it wasn't, it wasn't really fair and square. But I mean, like when you're one Kyrie injury away and then Kevin Durant set back away from it all being a failure, fuck you. <laughs> I feel like I if, still hate them. I'm never like, gonna like them. I feel right. like if KD and Kyrie came to you, like I feel like that would be fair and square. I think that the Nets had more in place to try and offer KD and Kyrie. I think once you guys didn't get uh, Zion, I, I I thought that was like they were gonna lowball you mm-hmm. from from Jump Street, but like. Kyrie signing with you know Rockefeller and doing all of that shit. Like I felt like you know they were they were trying to they were trying to pull some shit out of the sleeve and uh, they got to it. They 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 actually won it. I just don't think that it was fair and square. Another point someone brought up was after it was kind of KD bringing Kyrie with him yeah. at first and Fuck. then before his injury and that like before KD's injury it appeared that the Knicks were in the lead. But once KD got hurt and he um. And he was out for all next year. He was kind of going with Kyrie at that point, and Kyrie wanted to be on the Nets. Yep. But 
You know what? Fuck the way sports go. We got Julius Randle. I want the Julius Randle. I said that on one of the last two episodes. I, I, I will say that you don't, like, I know we'll probably get into it, like, a little bit deeper, you know, as far as, like, rosters goes and stuff like that, like, where everybody landed. But you guys don't have a superstar, but you have a young core that is well put together. Yeah, You guys don't have, like... It's not like Denver Nuggets like two years ago where you're like, oh, my God, there's a bunch of like draft picks. What are we going to do? And then like you're waiting for everything to fall together. Yes. It's kind of like, you know, all of these guys have been put on a team. They know what it feels like <coughs> to lose. Julius Randle knows what it feels like to, to be, you know, I won't say elite, but a uh, 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 very good part. Yeah, he's he's, yeah, he's he's the he's and we, didn't even, and we didn't even give him a max. Yeah, we gave him three years, sixty three yeah. million. There's nothing wrong with that contract. Every contract we gave. Besides Julius Randle, is two years one and one. I think it is or something like that. Yeah, I feel like this is this is the time, like as a fan, where you find out like who's gonna be loyal to your team. Because, yeah, like right now, I know everybody's making the Stephen A. jokes and the Knicks jokes Fuck and shit like that. <laughs> but, like, he's 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 like yeah, he's from New York and he's like obviously a Knicks fan, but like he's so paid to act like that. It's, yeah. and like the man's got a ten million dollar contract. I'll do whatever the hell anybody says, probably for like a hundred bucks. But like <laughs> like when you're like leaning against a green screen pretending to cry looking out a window, you're a complete clown. Like, I find it funny. It like yeah, like it was funny, but like that wasn't even a real window. Like what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> I will say, I think a lot of the uh, stuff going on with the Knicks is over, like, the way, like, you guys seem like you lost is a little overhyped because you didn't get the superstars. Yeah. But you got a core that, honestly, is watchable. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting go, they're, year. They're, there's probably a chance they don't make the playoffs. I mean, that's a pretty But that's good... what I was going to say. They have, so when you're down like that, you find out who's loyal to you. Yeah. I feel like Julius signing, like, that was... You're you're gonna find out that that dude is gonna be loyal to that team yep. for a couple of years. Oh, yep. I think I think Atlanta's gonna be pretty great for us. Yeah, there's no reason. Like he averaged twenty one and eight last year on yeah. a completely yeah. dysfunctional organization. Yep, and and the start the starting lineup there is gonna be what Mitchell Robinson, Julius Randle, mm-hmm. Kevin Knox, Kevin Knox, R.J. Barrett, R.J. Barrett, D.S.J. That's not the worst lineup. There's no, definitely gonna be all. worse lineups out there, especially in the East. I'm not saying you guys are gonna you know fucking win a championship no. with that team but you guys will be competitive watchable i i don't think this is as big as a loss as no a lot of people are making out to be not at now, all. i will say that some of the signings are a little odd i didn't really get the todd gibson signing no and, me and bobby portis and then reggie bullock and none of that really made sense to me but you guys are signing people that actually want to play for the knicks so yeah, shit. I, I like Reggie Bullock because he's kind of like a, a combo like three two guy, and he could he could shoot honestly, right. and so could Wayne Ellington. I really like that one too. After yeah, I was, looked him was, over, but Taj Gibson doesn't really make too much sense to me. I maybe, guess maybe for like a veteran presence. I yeah. guess it is because you know that he's not going to be healthy, but at the same time, like you you need that vet, and he's also he. I feel like when he was on the Timberwolves, he was able to mold himself into. A little bit more than what he's ever been because he wasn't mm-hmm. really a shooter on the Bulls. Yeah. Um. And now he's kind of you know he's finding that corner spot. A yeah. Little, he's uh, the oldest player on the team by a good like seven years. Oh, be. easily. Yeah. And then the second oldest is twenty seven, and then dude, next is like twenty five. Who's the yeah. young? Who's the young dude that's always hanging out with Desus and Mario that was on your team? Is his name like Altier or something like that? 
Oh dear, that might be big. Oh, Alonzo Trier. Alonzo Trier. Yeah, 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 he he went four years in college, but the man was undrafted and averaged eleven points a game last year. Like it's pretty damn oh, good be, to me. He'll be a solid six man off the bench. Yeah, exactly. I think Alfred Payton will be solid off the bench. I think our bench unit is actually really really good this year, and it, it, I think it like our bench and starters are pretty damn even. Mm-hmm. I I would say personally, like the end goal didn't work out, but like I said. It's going to be a team that a lot of people are going to want to watch. Yeah. I think I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by the team. Yeah, I think that like our hard max wins probably like 35-ish. But if we could bang out 30 wins and be relatively competitive until the All-Star break, create I'm pretty happy culture, with that. Man. Yeah, That's exactly. What you, need to do. you need to create a new culture there because the whole of, oh, we play Madison Square Garden shit just ain't going to work no. anymore. And what blows my done. mind is Jans Dolan, the owner. He owns the New York Rangers too. They fucked around yesterday and signed the top free agent for seven years, $81 million, and, like, he can't do shit for the Knicks. But the, the other franchise he owns is amazing. It just pisses me off. I think, <laughs> I think it's more so imploding from the inside. I think you guys are still trying to get over Phil Jackson shit. Yeah. To a point. Yeah, like, he, he was just, like, senile old man. Yeah. He had no business being yeah. there. Nope. Honestly, I think that we're still affected by, like, Isaiah Thomas running the team back in, like, 03. Because that was the biggest shit show I've ever seen as a sports fan in my life. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty That was pretty rough. That was awful. <laughs> so, it can't really get lower than that. No. Even when you guys won 17 games last year, it literally could not get lower. No, because, like, we won, we won 17 games, but we had Mitchell Robinson getting two and a half blocks a game. Like, There was things to actually watch there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets. So they got Kyrie Irving, they got Kevin Durant, they got DeAndre Jordan, they still have Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, Jared Allen, Joe Harris, blah, 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 blah. How do we feel about the Nets this year? I think that this year... Because uh, Katie's out next this this exactly. season. And who knows about the season after that? And, and now everyone knows I hate the Nets. And I'm going to give a completely unbiased opinion here on the Nets because they did win. Next year, they're literally going to be the Boston Celtics minus, like, four wins. They got Kyrie Irving. I would not be too excited. What were you? Kyrie Irving and Joe Harris? Oh, boy. Joe <laughs> Harris is about exciting as a bowl of oatmeal. Like, <laughs> like, like I love Chris LeVert, honestly. But Jared Allen, Jared Allen is soft as fuck. DeAndre Jordan's kind of old. They're really in, they really got to wait it out until KD, and I hope Kyrie doesn't implode before KD even steps on the court. That's the biggest worry if you're a Nets fan is how Kyrie's going to handle this year. Yeah, because you're you're still the best player on a team that's basically the Celtics. Yeah, with and young guys with guys that you know what your center has experience. Your young guys are there. It's up to him to not fuck it up. Celtics definitely had a way better surrounding core around them than the Nets do this year. Yes. Yeah. I would say the same, but you know, we'll see what happens. Bob, how do you feel about the Nets right now? Um, my unbiased opinion is that uh, you have you have the stars. It all seems great on paper. Um, Kyrie Irving has been cancer to himself and to everybody else since he's won that ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I think LeBron's biggest mistake in his career was letting that man. Uh, the last three games, shout out to Jalil for remembering. Mm-hmm. Um, the last three games of that final series take over because after that, he developed this very New Yorkish mindset of not the New York team, but a New York mindset of yeah. like, fuck you, it's all about me. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't have hopes for this. 
I don't. <laughs> I, I, I really don't. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and for me, I feel like it's not as bad as it was on the Celtics because Jason Tatum knows that he's good. Yeah. Gordon Hay- uh, Hayward knows that he's good. Uh, Jalen Brown has a bit of an ego himself. And Marcus Smart is fucking bonkers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like Marcus Smart kind of stood by him a little bit. Yeah, like, did. you know, and he, he liked, he played, he liked Kyrie. Yeah, he, he played, he played in his role. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think there's as many stars, so they might take his advice. They know, you know, and I, I always say, like, when I, when I say that Kyrie is cancer, I don't mean that he's ever going to come into a season. Kyrie is still Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Kyrie to me is still the second best point guard in the league. Um, you know, I don't mean that Kyrie's going to come and average 11 points and just fuck himself, like, all over the place. Yeah. I just mean, you know, that as far as competition-wise, he probably will get to the playoffs because the Nets made it, you know, to the playoffs last year. Um, And who knows? Maybe he'll make it to a second round. I just don't think that he gets beyond the point that everybody believes him to just due to his ego and due to the way that he handles things. Yeah. Um, I like KD uh, as far as basketball-wise. Um, I think KD's a bitch as a person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not wrong. You know, I, I don't know. It's two sensitive people on a squad, so it could either implode or it could either explode, you know, to, to greater lengths. Um, to the conference finals. Yeah, you know, like, you know. <laughs> Because they might feed off of each other's egos, and it could either them. It, That's it could what either, I was gonna say. Yeah, it could be them punching each other in the face, or it could be them being like, "All right, cool, we know where the shit. Like, let's go in here and let's just let's beat a new Kobe and Shaq. Yep. Like, let's uh, let's go in here and, and, and destroy. So, you know, I I look forward to the season. Um, oh my god, it's gonna be a great season. Yeah, as long, it really is. Yeah. There's one caveat to this season though. If Kawhi goes to the Lakers, shit's all fucked. Yeah, 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 yeah shit's yeah. all. Because we're like, going to get into that in a little bit. Because yeah. let me get my Brooklyn thoughts off. Katie and Kyrie, great players, personalities, dog shit. <laughs> I, I love Katie, the player. Katie, the person, I would never hang out with this dude. No, Kyrie, the person. When if I saw him in the same building as me, I'd walk the fuck out. <laughs> fuck Kyrie. Did you guys see that Bleacher Report video he'd had yeah. about Brooklyn? God, yeah, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm closer yeah. to family now. Boston's three hours away from New York, bro. Yeah, really. Get a fucking it's, plane over to see It's your really not that far. He's such a fucking pussy. I can't take this guy. I can't. And now KD is doing the whole fake woke shit. Yeah. On his Instagram, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan bikes through fucking Brooklyn. <laughs> He's doing all the hipster shit that like the Nets fans. Want I'm like, to do. this is gonna be. Who rides I, a bike in fucking Brooklyn? I, fucking I messaged. I mess. I messaged Ferk on our group chat, and I said, Ferk, I love you to death. If they win a title, we will go celebrate, and yeah. I will be happy for you. I will not root for this fucking team during the season. <laughs> it's just not gonna fucking happen. I'm gonna have to hate them. I'm gonna have to say Kyrie's a bitch every fucking day. Because at the end of the day, this like I said, like you said, this is either going to go really well and they're going to yeah. win a title, or they're going to win the first round. Maybe they're going to hate each other. Like KD thinks it was hard to play with Steph and Russ Westbrook. Get ready for Kyrie because it's going to yeah, be a really? fucking nightmare. Westbrook at least 
It, it's hard to play with Westbrook, but I think at least with Westbrook, they had some type of chemistry there. It was, man. I, I tell people all the time. I like I I'm in a group chat with my boys, and and there's you know one of my boys is like a really big Kyrie fan, mm-hmm. and I'm like that's cool. You know the 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 averaging twenty five twenty six thing. I'm like that's I don't, I don't think that that's not gonna be Kyrie. I'm saying that Isaiah Thomas took basically the same Boston team. Actually, a worse Boston team. Yeah, exactly. And and they they went, you know, farther in the playoffs. I, did they go farther? Yeah, they went, they went to the, the conference, conference finals. finals. They went to the conference if finals. If Isaiah Thomas didn't hurt his hip at that point. This dude literally hurt his hip and had his sister die all in the same, you know. Span. Yeah. So for me, for me, like, there's no excuses for that. No. You're a better player all around than Isaiah Thomas. What the fuck was your issue? The fact that you didn't have chemistry. Isaiah Thomas didn't know them from nowhere. He did not know them from anywhere. So And it's not like Kyrie didn't play with these guys for he played with them for a whole fucking year before. That's what I don't understand. He just there's so many reports about him not liking Boston and then having problems with Brad Stevens and Danny Ainge. I'm like, who the fuck has problems with Brad Stevens? Yeah, he's just like the, the coolest hates, guy ever. Who hates Brad Stevens? He seems like How the fuck can you hate Brad Stevens? Seriously. Like, he seems fuck? like the coach that would pick you up from a party when you're like too drunk and you're I feel like not. Nah, he does he does he reminds me because he, he, he reminds me of uh of my high school coach, my uh, my coach coach Bataglia. He would just let us like you know, and kind of to a fault. Um, but he, he would just let us practice after a little bit. Like yeah. he would just let us run. He, he'd be like, "Yo, like, you want to run? Just, just go do what you got to do." I just, I don't understand how. Like, there are people that are like, don't believe the Kyrie's a cancer thing. It's all about Danny Ainge doesn't like black people. I'm like, we just signed Kemba yeah. Walker to a max. <laughs> Literally, we have two white guys on our team. He two. Let, he let go of the light skinned guy who was probably going to do the most for his franchise and he was probably going to make more money because that fucking story is amazing the story about losing your sister Mm -hmm. doing the shit to your hip still going to the conference finals and almost making it that's going to sell jerseys more than anything he got rid of the light-skinned guy and got a darker guy who's you know way more talented and it fucked up. People, That's nobody people else's look, fault. Yeah. People look to pull that card, but every little thing. You could like tip over an office chair and be like, "Oh, why don't you tip over the white office chair? Why don't it be a black one?" Like, get out of here. <laughs> That's it's just, I like I don't know. I mean, I, I understand. I really made sense, but <laughs> yeah, no, I got you. I I understand. Boston is you know not the you know. It's kind of a racist place, I'm sure, but I've never been there, so I have no idea. And there are Celtics fans that suck. I hate Bill Simmons to death, but. At the end of the day, that that that's a terrible way of saying Kyrie, like giving Kyrie an excuse because he's a fucking asshole. He's just an asshole. That's just it. He's an asshole. I understand the young guys fucked up and at times, and you know Gordon Hayward might have gotten special treatment. At the end of the day, Kyrie's supposed to come in there, make sure everyone's level-headed, and go out there and compete. And every fucking game, he shot 20-plus shots, dribbled the fucking air out of the ball. Sure, he had seven assists. Congratulations, he did that in Brad Stevens' fucking system. Good luck, good luck in Brooklyn. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not rooting for this team. I think they'll be very good, but 
I, I, I will fucking hate this team they'll to death. They'll be very good with the East. Yeah. The yeah. They'll probably, you know, once KD comes back, they'll probably be the best team in the East. But Their best chance is year three, and I think the Sixers are way better than them. I don't know, man. I love the Sixers and what they did. They might they might not have, like, as much shooting as you like, but adding Josh Richardson was so huge to me. I love that guy. He's I like a, Josh. I'll, I'll let you continue to, for my opinion on that. For the Sixers? Yeah. Okay. So we lost Al Horford to the Sixers. Now, was he very vital to our team? Yes. He is 33. He's getting paid $110 million from the Sixers. That's a lot. Yeah. For a guy who's 33 years old. Now, this is their best opportunity right now to get to the finals. This is their best opportunity because Indiana still has to wait for Victor Oladipo, even though they got a lot of pieces. The Bucks lost Malcolm Brogdon. That's a very big piece of their team. You know, I'm Chris Middleton's at a hundred, what's eighty million now? That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's there's not a lot of pieces around there anymore. Um I mean they got Brooke Lopez, they got uh Wesley Matthews. I don't think he's as good as he used to be. So right now it's gonna be between the Sixers and the Bucks. What's gonna come down to is this Ben Simmons still can't fucking shoot. <clears throat> if Ben Simmons can't shoot even a jumper at this point, I will never pick them to go to the finals. Never. It's going to be either Bucks or Sixers, and I'm picking Bucks because I just can't see Ben Simmons led team with Joel Embiid with Al Horford who can't. They're not going to be able to spread the floor. They're just not going to be able to. Tobias Harris is the best opportunity to score points, like to create his own shot, and he disappeared in the playoffs last year. Josh Richardson, maybe if he gets, you know, he's 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 a solid offensive player. I don't think he's going to be a Jimmy Butler level type of player. But that's just me, personally. See, that's where I think that it helps them because no matter who's on your team, you could have God, Satan, and fuck Julius Caesar. There's still 48 minutes in the game. And there's not. There's still the same amount of balls to go around in the game. So someone who commands the ball less like Josh Richardson compared to Jimmy Butler, I think, helps the Sixers a lot more. That may, Yeah, that's true. That, I, I believe that's that. That's my like, viewpoint on that. I agree on better. that. But I just, when it comes down to crunch time, the only guy I would even have faith in is Al Horford. Or, True. Or, or, or playoff time. Where, yeah, like yeah, who's taking where, that last shot on that team? Where You're Joel, right. Where, where Joel Embiid disappears, where Ben Simmons can't fucking, he won't even throw a ball up unless it's a fucking out-of-range hook shot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Butler, uh, as far as heat news goes, I do believe that Jimmy Butler was probably promised something from Pat Riley because I do believe for him to go there was a very odd move. Especially because he got offered the he, max in Philly. Offered a max in Philly. I do believe that he is fed up with carrying teams. Um, I think that he went to Philly with uh, Tobias and what's what's big boy's name? Embiid. Bogdanovich. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, big boy. Um for for them to go over there and then uh to lose you know and i know i know it was seven game series and everybody's gonna talk about oh they almost did it they almost did it jimmy almost did it Mm -hmm. um that's true and for me when you lose jimmy and you pick up al horford and josh richardson it's great for the regular season it's great for defensive purposes exactly um, I think that's the only thing that you can account for when it comes to losing Jimmy, though. Mm-hmm. Josh, don't score. Um, you know, Al, Al scores, but nobody knows if Al's going to stay healthy. And also, nobody, 
Wait until he has a, a stretch of like ten games where he doesn't put up ten points. I, I, Philly will ruin his life. Exactly. Yeah, really. I, I, <laughs> I think that's. A, I I honestly believe, like in my like heart, like it was a bad move for him to go to Philly. Bro, he, now he couldn't get offered the money that he got from yeah. by the Celtics. Yeah, like I, he just, I, it just wasn't going to happen. It's the it's the it's the classical. I want I want out situation. Like I I do believe that that dude probably was like yo. Boston is probably gonna do me better, but I, I just want out of this situation because it's fucking horrible. It's the classical. Uh, it's Magic Johnson, mm. and before this shit could even get worse, I'm gonna get out. Yeah. Um, you know, and I mean, I'm sure he's wishing that he could catch a fucking plane back with Kemba now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just ah. There's there's half of me that wants to be like, oh, well, this is good, you know, and this is good for Philly. As far as Philly and Brooklyn goes, I really, I, I, I don't see them doing anything that's going to, you know, benefit them. No, um, no. Especially Philly. Everybody's like, oh, well, it's, it's going to be Jimmy's loss. Bradley Bill's still on the market. Mm-hmm. There's still something had to be promised. In order for you to say, I'm gonna go over here with the possibility of losing Hassan because he can't play basketball anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't have a point guard at all. Um, it's Gordon Dragic, yes, yeah. he got traded. Yeah. No, they 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 canceled that trade and had to do a new one because right. the Mavericks couldn't afford it. Oh, uh, yeah. So he's I don't still the Mavericks would want him. He sucks because he's white. That's what I'm saying. True. Yeah, but he's he's he's. He's Serbian. That's that's European. That doesn't count. White. It's, it's white. That, it's no, white. we're white. They're they're European. That's a, white. But, yeah, hold, hold on. on. Hold on. <laughs> nope. It's white. There's a difference, bro. There's a nope. Don't. Goran no, 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 is not no, 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 no. is European. But there's a good European, and then there's a fucking white European. He's white European. Um, What's It'll never his change, name? man. With, <laughs> Dirk, Dirk, Dirk is good. You're European. not gonna tell me some guy. They, <laughs> fuck. So you'll never change me. <laughs> guy that Goron is white. Nope. That's white as shit. That That's white. European as shit. It's white. Goron. I could see somebody naming their kid. It's like a black guy from England is not a black guy. They're English. Still white. Get the fuck out of here. Just <laughs> <laughs> elbows fucking black. <laughs> no, dude. All right. Anyway, anyway, Jesus Christ, what were we even talking about? Oh, Dwayne Wade to the Heat. Or not Dwayne Wade, sorry, Jimmy. Uh, Butler. Jimmy Butler, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Apparently, <laughs> Dwayne Wade said that. Yeah. The only way he comes back is if they get Jimmy Butler. Which I don't know why he would say that for Jimmy Butler of all people. You, he can go you chill following with Gabriel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> following McCock, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that. But um, I think the Heat will probably make the playoffs. But if he, if they if Pat Riley didn't promise anything and he just went there because Miami, he got to stop with the bullshit of yeah. I want to win because you trashed the Chicago Bulls, you trashed Minnesota, went to Philly, who's a better winning option currently. To go to Miami. So you can't talk about wanting to win anymore. That's bullshit. That's why I'm saying I feel like Pat, Pat has something up his sleeve. because I, He has to, yeah. I, I, I honestly think if 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 the Lakers, if he was looking at the Lakers like how Woj was saying, he would have he took that deal over anything. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, he could have got the ball with LeBron. 
I mean, LeBron isn't really a fucking defender, but it's like that's a lot of fucking length. That's mm-hmm. a that's a big ass boy in AD. Yeah, um, he might be motivated. Yeah. Uh, LeBron might be motivated to play defense with playing with AD. Of course, he, yeah, of so course. there's Jimmy, a lot of things to that. Jimmy's not having that shit, and I feel like Jimmy's one of those people where it's like kind of like Zach Randolph, but you don't expect it. Like with Jimmy, that Jimmy will fuck you up in real life. Right. Like that's not that, and I feel like that. <laughs> oh was, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think that nobody wanted that problem in Minnesota. They were like, uh, Jimmy was like, y'all a bunch of pussies, and, he, and everybody was like, Minnesota's probably soft. Cat, hey, cat was like, cat was like, yep. You know what? I'm, I'm a rookie. <laughs> I'm a rookie again. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. Andrew Wiggins is like, stop yelling. At so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they were like that, like. I don't know. It for for that to happen, I feel like Pat was like, "Yo, listen. Yeah. I know you're probably you're probably thinking about LA, but we got something for you. We're working on something. Just give us In a little Miami, bit of time." Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't I don't think he ever really I I never thought he was going to stay in Philly. I thought for sure he was going to leave whether whether, you know, it was Miami, LA, That's one like, of the LA teams, you know what I'm saying? Like what, there's uh, just no hope. Was uh, was there No, 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 no. I'm thinking about the Bucks series. But there was a fucking game where this dude was literally going insane and he was it was in the playoffs and it was towards like crunch time it was the fourth quarter my man was dying dying he was sitting on the bench like literally dying and i think he hit like three fucking corner threes in a row i think that was the nets bro holy shit like literally like I felt for him because like the way that he was breathing and everything was just and he's like trying to will himself into fucking winning and I'm like jeez like bro that shit don't that shit don't feel good bro no that does not feel good right and I bet that dude was going over there and he's like oh I'm going to throw alley oops to fucking Joel Embiid and this this is just going to do like this is going to be great I'm going to get his fucking wind up because he's a fat bitch yeah. that nobody knows <laughs> about like he fucking gasses out like yeah. he did what was it like 2 years ago that he gassed out against the fucking Boston Celtics yeah um like so I I think that dude was fucking heated. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because he probably saw Joel Embiid's fucking diet and was like, "What the fuck are you doing, bro? Is that motherfucker Ben was... Simmons?" And he's becoming a meme. Shoot it, yeah. shoot it, coward. Shoot it, shoot yeah. it, coward. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think the Heat will be all right. I mean, like I said, it's not going to be like the best winning situation for him. But yeah. you know, we'll see what happens with there. Now you had something interesting to say about Boston, Bobby. Yes. Talk about um, it. Because I want to hear it just to get my motivation up for this. Season. I fucking love it. I love <laughs> it all the way around. And literally, I tweeted it out, and then I put it in my in my group chat with my with my boys. I have three group chats. I have ours, and then I have the one with Jalil, and then I have one with my boys. We see you, don't worry. Huh? We see you, don't yeah, worry. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I I go. So my my initial reaction was, you get Kemba. It's fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Can do everything that Kyrie can do just on a lower scale. Um, on a controllable lower, scale. Yeah. Yeah, a coachable yeah, yeah, yeah. scale. But yes. I mean, as far as like not being as talented as Kyrie, but also I feel like he, like you're saying, like he, he's, he's going to be able to control it. And I think that he can play with anybody. I think that he knows his role. And I think that playing with the Bobcats and trying to get others involved, um, he could have easily been Kyrie and said, I want out. That dude was saying, I'll take less money to stay in, stay in Charlotte. So you can give me something and you give me yeah. fucking Nicholas Bader. Exactly. So, that, so, so for me, I feel like that dude's going to have the chemistry that he needs. I, I, I was saying that you guys should have re-signed Marcus. 
Um, the, you guys have Marcus Morris, correct? Not anymore. No. I can't. No, I know you guys don't have him, but I can't tell the fucking difference. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Marcus was there. all right. Him so Markeith, yeah, <laughs> Markeith so, has a cooler name. That's the only difference. So yeah, basically, <laughs> my, um, so I wanted you guys to re-sign Marcus because I just want I wanted a big guy there, and I think that Marcus was a spark. I think that um, you know he's he's a a a, a good player who you know trains. <laughs> um, I think that he's a good player that you know is definitely gonna get you fired up, but. I said, yo, with Kemba, this is everything you need. He's going to get the ball to Tatum. He's going to get the ball to Brown. Yeah. He's going to get the ball to the uh, to the, uh, to the the sixth man, to the bench, everybody else. All you need is a big guy. I want to show – I want to I wanna say Kemba might have, might have had the worst roster around him Definitely. next to Devin Booker. Definitely. And I think it might Kemba might have Definitely. the edge. Let me let me go over some names that he wrote. <laughs> Did you see the Players Tribune thing that he yes. wrote? Yes. Let me let me go over some of the names he played with. It was probably beautiful, honestly. Marvin Williams. <laughs> Michael uh Michael Gilchrist. Kid, Kid Michael Kid Gilchrist. Jeremy Lamb. That's probably the best player. Yes. <laughs> Cody Zeller. Frank Kaminsky. <laughs> Nicholas Batum. The, the the other uh, Miles Bridges Malik Monk actually he might be the best one Malik Monk the other two dudes I have no idea who the fuck they are oh, what, let's hear these names uh, Bake and Devante okay he's definitely brought up from the daily mm-hmm. um. uh, and, and then he goes on to former teammates Al Jefferson oh, Gerald Henderson to the Bobcats Sagana Diop <laughs> DJ Augustin Ben Gordon Derek Brown, Chris Douglas Roberts, <laughs> Troy Daniels, Reggie Williams, Corey Higgins, Matt Carroll, Brendan Haywood, Jason. Do you get where I'm going? Yeah. He played with fucking nobody. In Ben Gordon's defense, he was kind of nice on the balls. And when so he was, was so was Nicholas Batum for uh, when he was, he was with good the for one year, and then yeah. Michael Jordan fucking got hammered. It was like here's four years, hundred seventy million. Yeah. Like, Kemba, <laughs> thank you for coming. You saved me a whole lot of misery this offseason. It's it. not his first run in New England either. Knicks. Just a little bit better because you had some fucking some beautiful players like fucking Jason Tatum and and Jalen. That that's not his first run in New England either. He went to UConn and won a national championship. That is true. That is true. I forgot about that actually. Wow, I cannot. I, I didn't realize that till after the fact the pull, either. The pull back into the fucking dropping the defender into the shot. Mm-hmm. Dude, that Big East tournament run was the greatest thing. I watched every game. I think that year had the fucking. What year was like the six overtime game between fuck Syracuse and UConn? I think that might have been that year too. Yeah, that was yeah. fucking incredible. And no, then, like, that was after. And then you had like Pitt in there too. Yeah. Oh, that shit was great. Shout out to Kemba. Love Kemba. Uh, always like Kemba. Always. So I was shocked when they said Boston's gonna get him. I was like, well, really? Are we sure? We're not gonna have to sign Terry Rozier to fucking <laughs> sixty mil? Really? Good shit. Now I will say <clears throat> about this team, they will be better. They'll be much better. They'll be more fun to watch. Enos was big. That's another spark that you got that was big. <laughs> I fucking hate him. Me too. I know you do. I know I you do. The spark. What kind of Listen, spark I is a Turkish guy in a green uniform going to provide? He probably looks He looks so... Like, if I look at him, I want to fucking throw up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say this. Great offensive player. Right. Boards. Okay. Glad we have that. Right. Can't play defense for Dick. No. 
the most annoying fucking human on Twitter ever, next to Joel Embiid. Well, I mean, with everything he's going through, I'm pretty sure he was about to get beheaded. So, I mean, if I was about well, to... That's because I would. I, he, he, well, yeah, he turned into fucking Tupac. I'm, I'm sorry that that almost happened. <laughs> Fair, <laughs> enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I just... Just at center, we don't really have depth, especially for defensive purposes. So, with Enos Cantor there, we're, we could probably score 130. We might give up 150, though, a game. Because I just... When we have to play the Sixers and Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid's gonna eat his lunch every fucking. Yeah, day. Well, there's, really a, there's another player. There's another player out there that has to be given to you guys. There has to be, even if he's a fucking halfway decent player, Danny Ainge has to go out and grab somebody else that has a bit of fucking defense. I just don't know if we have the money for it. Or who else is even left? Well, maybe if motherfuckers wasn't signing fucking Terry Rozier to the fucking 40 mil, like, he's fucking good. He's actually 60 mil. <laughs> he's got... Wait, that actually got signed? I oh, didn't yeah. fucking pay attention to it because it's Terry Rozier. Three years, 58 million. Um, yeah, you're, to the Hornets. The Magic kept Vucevic, too, for four years, 100 million. Yo, you know, what's, too bad you know what's weird? Is that Danny Ainge makes fucking great decisions and somehow ends up making worse decisions. All at the same time. Nobody's perfect. He got rid of Isaiah Thomas and got Kyrie, which on paper is probably one of the best decisions that you can make. Yep. And then it fucked him. Mm-hmm. And then you have Isaiah Thomas who hates you and now all of a sudden you're a racist piece of shit and Isaiah Thomas is making a fucking web series basically calling you a piece of shit and that he would punch you in your face mm-hmm. um, and how you fucked over his family. And he still talks about Boston in great terms to yep. a Brad Stevens and all yep. that. Yeah. They, they fucking, they, they called him, what was it? They called him on FS1 or something like that? Yeah. And this dude was literally on, uh, like talking about Boston like it was fucking, like it was a godsend. Yeah. I would have been like, fuck you. <laughs> um, fuck that team fuck everybody going there shout out Kemba but fuck everybody going there yep but and I don't know bro like you you get Kemba great decision you re-signed Terry which is an okay no we didn't dis- re-sign Terry he went to the Hornets that's what I'm saying oh oh okay okay fuck what you you know what it is <laughs> it's, it's applesauce you know, dude you're you, being I know, I know. Applesauce. I, like <laughs> But you know what it is? I honestly, I, I honestly don't give a flying fuck about Terry Rozier. That's right. why. That's why. Fucking. All right. My okay. Guess. I was wondering where you were going with this. I'm like, yeah. I, I no, thought no, I said. No. I thought I said no. he went to the Hornets. Yeah, I was confused no. too. I didn't I, want to like correct. Well, you even if you said that, I didn't pay attention to it because we're talking about Terry Rozier. Fair enough. So fuck that. I mean, yeah, this is a really great decision. Uh, <laughs> still, still, fuck you, Danny Ainge. Somehow, fuck you. Right. Um, but. I, I look forward to it, man. This is the this is the team that I'm I was literally rooting for because it was just like I just wanted you to get over to Kyrie Hump so bad, and I kind of want this to be like the Pittsburgh Steelers, whereas I was like, all right, well, fuck Boston, and now I'm like, holy shit, now I'm rooting for you because mm-hmm. it's kind of like, well, they're not the assholes, Antonio Brown's the asshole. Yeah. Well, they're not the assholes, Kyrie's the fucking asshole. Yeah, that true. is true. Holy <laughs> shit, yeah. That's a pretty good comparison, honestly. <coughs> oh, fair enough. I'm like I said. I even if we don't end up with a better record, this is going to be a much e- like a much easier team to watch and a much more fun team to watch. Yeah, man, for sure. We still got Marcus Smart, who's going to play his ass off on defense. We still got Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Gordon Hayward's going to be an All Star next year. That's my prediction. So fuck all that. Big G. Big G. We're going to do it. All right. Now this is a move that surprised the fuck out of me. Okay. <laughs> 
And this is kind of the opposite of what he was saying about Danny Ainge. D'Angelo Russell is a fucking Golden State Warrior. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, I know you're probably, you probably already know this and you were probably going to document it in the next few seconds. But I, I, I think there is a wall that they can break down to get him out. And I think that's what they were, they, uh, that, that's what they're planning. Is they're planning to get rid of him somehow? There was reports that they Russell? were... Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't make any sense to me to do I that. know. Well, I, they, there was reports... Hard, uh, hard Is it Hardwood Paroxysm? Hardwood Paroxysm, who's a credible source, mm-hmm. um, t- tweeted out that there was another credible source that said that D'Angelo Russell did not make sense to get him onto the Golden State Warriors. They were looking to hopefully do a sign-and-trade uh, a little bit later on. Um, due to the fact that they signed him, so I think he's he's kind of locked in for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But they were kind of looking to do something by trade deadline to possibly get him out of there. I don't know how that's really gonna work out for them. Though. I, I I and that's what I'm saying. Like, like I, what are you gonna trade to get? Exactly. There's nobody. There's nobody left. There was literally. I think the list was 31 players. I think there's literally only two left. Demarcus Cousins and Kawhi are the biggest free agents left. Yeah. Um. I, you could resign Demarcus, but I mean, I don't know if you really want to do you that. You just resigned Kevin Looney. Yeah. There's really no point now. Yeah. And you still got Jordan Bell. There's really no point to resign so, Demarcus at this point. I don't know. I I thought they got rid of Jordan Bell. Yeah, they did. He's on somebody. He's yeah. on the Pistons, maybe now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't hear about that shit. Yeah, for one year. Bro, million. literally, like, because yeah, I remember, okay. I remember, like, my my no boy shit. my boy Andrew is a. Well, really, let's go pick up for them. Then. Really, but uh, yeah, he's a he's a big uh, Warriors fan. And he was saying, like, literally, I only have three players to look look forward to. He was like, Draymond, Steph, and he said some other bullshit name. And I was like, you're going to get... Probably Clay Cook or something. Yeah, he was, uh, I was like, you're going to get Clay back. He was like, I don't know. I was like, bro, Clay Clay's that fucking leaving. Clay staying. Literally oh, yeah. two minutes later, fucking Clay stays with the Golden State, like, the, the capital, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. on it. And Apparently, like, Knicks right. were trying to get a sign and trade for Quinn Cook, and I would have been all over that. Love Quinn Cook. Yeah, Quinn yeah, Cook he's, is solid. He's, he's he's solid. He's solid for sure. I I personally like I don't really mind the uh the move. I really don't. I think especially with Clay gonna be out for a while and they don't really have a whole lot of depth on that team. Why not? I just True. For me for me I And just, it's probably a desperation move too. And I do feel like that and I, I think that it's good for them in that circumstance. It's just like I don't know, man. There's certain players that I look at and I'm like, they're good only for this team. Like, they're good, not for only this team, but I feel like if you put D'Angelo Russell on the Magic, he's going to shine. You put him on the Nets, he's going to shine. You put him on ATL and you probably move him over to the two and have Trey Young at at the one, he's going to shine. I don't know if you put him on these big teams and he shines because he doesn't get the ball as much and he's not the leader. And I feel like he was kind of coming into his own and finally finding right. his rhythm. But and he's still like, going to get the ball the same amount, though. At this point, yeah, with Clay out? Yeah. I just don't know. It's a new system and stuff like that. And I just I think you have to be so well-rounded mm-hmm. in order to be able to play into the Warriors system. Because coming off of all of those pick and rolls and, and just being able to maneuver. And I don't think a lot of teams in the NBA has a solid playbook. I think that Steve Kerr is the only person that can develop a playbook other than Greg Popovich and or Rick Carlisle mm-hmm. and literally stick by it and say, this is what we're going to do and this is how it's going to happen. Here's why I think it will work. 
Did you guys read the uh, article about Kevin Durant leaving and Steph Curry flying over from yes. China? Yes. No, Steph, that happened. Steph Curry was on his way from China to go to New York to meet Kevin Durant to give him his pitch or whatever. Yeah. Kevin Durant, I'm, I'm pretty sure, texted him and told him, I'm not coming back. Steph Curry still came to wherever the fuck he was at and said, thank you for your time in Golden State. What a guy. The best leader in the NBA. That's why I think it will work. I think it will work with anybody. Steph Curry will dedicate his game and figure out a way to get D'Angelo Russell to play with the Warriors and make it work. Now, I think if by trade deadline the team just looks like shit, D'Angelo Russell has no idea what to do, then they'll probably trade him. Because he's still going to be a great player for any guy, for any team to have that doesn't have a point guard or that wants him anyway. But I think Steph Curry will make this work. It also shows how much of a bitch Kevin Durant is, but that's that's for another day, I guess. I think Golden State will be just fine with D'Angelo Russell. I think they're going to, I think they'll make the playoffs still, and I think they're going to be a very good team and a very fun team to watch now with D'Angelo Russell. And this right. team just does not fucking go away. No, they're going to go away soon enough, though. Eh, unless, well, when they retire, yeah, maybe. Well, Steph's old, getting old with ankle problems. He's, he's at least 30 now. He's, he's probably 31, 32 now. Draymond's right. old and fat. D'Angelo's <laughs> soft. He's kind of fat. D'Angelo's <laughs> soft. Um, KD's gone. Can we talk about how they traded Iggy away, too? To Memphis. But I, I, I felt like that's a part of that move, though. I feel like they want to get him back, too. I feel like they had no other choice but to Why get rid of him. No. Here's, here's what I think. Did you see the Breakfast Club interview? Mm-mm. So he had an interview with the Breakfast Club on, he was like, you know, promoting his book and shit. Yeah. He basically said, he basically out of the Warriors that entire interview. Really? Saying that, you know, the you know, they blackballed Mark Jackson. Yeah, yeah. And that, you know, the Warriors medical staff and the players were trying to get him to play while he was hurt last season when they won the second chip, the third chip. And I'm like, yeah, Bob Myers was telling you get the fuck out of my team now. <laughs> Have so, fun in Tennessee, bud. Yeah, well, he'll probably fucking retire before he ever puts on a Grizzlies jersey. That's yeah. not going to happen. Or they're going to, they'll probably just wave him or whatever, and then he'll be able to sign wherever he wants to go to. But for me, I I genuinely think the the, the Warriors will be a fun team. Um, they're not going to be, they, there's no death lineup, there's no Hampton Five, but this is a team that is still going to be relevant and... Steph Curry won't have to rely on him being the whole fucking team now with D'Angelo Russell, who's also able to make create his own shot and do things that he did in Brooklyn. So I think it's going to work either way. They're not like I said, they're not going to win a title with this team, but they're going to be fun to watch either way. Is there a team though that we didn't talk about that won big and lost big? Um, lost big definitely the Clippers because they didn't do shit. Okay, well, we got to wait. So, Kawhi. Okay, yeah, so don't say anything about the Lakers, Clippers, or Raptors because we still got to wait about. We got to still wait for what Kawhi's going to say. And there's another. Uh, Pat Bev is still on the market. No, no he, got, he resigned for like three years, oh, 40 million. Yeah, he maybe. resigned. Good. Well, then, I mean, I guess they stay the same. Yeah. For right now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, win big, Boston. Um, that we didn't mention. Oh. Um, who the fuck else made moves? Uh, I feel like, as far as win big, um, most people probably wouldn't say so. But I, I think, I think, uh, 
Indiana Pacers. That was my team. Yeah, they yeah. won. Uh, they won big. In my, I have like a kind of a mid section for the win big. I don't know because of Derrick Rose's past, um, but I kind of like the Pistons moving on from fucking Reggie Jackson. And even though he's not gone or anything like that, like that motherfucker's a bum. Yeah, like I, I just so is like, Ish Smith. You, yeah. you, you need to, you need to give somebody, you know, a little bit uh, more. You know, with a little bit more discipline, who's a vet and who could give you some t- uh, some sort of spark. Right. Um, so that's my midsection as far as lose. I think definitely. Oh, my bad. Fuck. I was ready to tear up this team. Uh, <laughs> lose. Lose is a very good question. That, yeah, it's a tough one. I have no idea. The Honestly, fucking Cavaliers because they didn't do anything. I don't think they have money to do anything. Where is the money going though, Kevin Love? Yeah, yeah. Kevin Love signed a huge contract when the, the year LeBron left. I think that the Timberwolves lost big, big. The Hornets because they kind of just got like thrown to the dumpster and left for the Coons. Yeah, and fucking yeah, the Timberwolves definitely it's lost of, big because they didn't do shit. It's a lot of. It's a lot of. That's that's good. There's a lot of good teams. Uh, I would say big win, definitely Indiana. I would say right in the middle to probably winning is the Blazers. In my opinion, they drafted well. They they re-signed Rodney Hood. They you know they gave up Mo fucking Harkless. Didn't sign Amina to do some bullshit. Let go of Myers Leonard. No one needs his bitch ass anyway. He's trash. They he is got garbage. Hassan Whiteside waiting for you know Nurkic to come back and being healthy. Not the worst. Trade in the world, and I think he only has one year left anyway. So it's a one year experiment. It's definitely not a terrible move, in my opinion. Um, I like Portland a lot, and they got Ken Bazemore and traded Evan Turner away. That's a much better player in that position. So that's that's true. So I think the Blazers won pretty big. Biggest loser, definitely the Hornets. Didn't fucking sign Kemba Walker to shit. Like in the entire eight years that Kemba's been there, he hasn't made more than Terry Rozier, who just got there. Yeah. (laughs) They literally are making the same amount of money. So it's awful. Yeah. So I would say the Hornets lost and definitely the, the Timberwolves. And Carl, if you're listening, which you're probably not, but Cat, if you're listening, get the fuck out of Minnesota, please. Please get out. <laughs> you do not deserve to be in this hellhole. You don't. Even if even if Jimmy Butler says you're soft, even if everyone says that, you know, you can't play defense, you still deserve to be in a much better team with, you know, Someone who's not fucking Andrew Wiggins. Get the fuck out of there as soon as possible. That's my opinion. So, yeah, I think there was a lot of pretty solid teams that won. Um, how do we feel? Okay, we got to get to Kawhi. So, Kawhi, you know, is I think he's going to announce where he's going July 4th. I thought it was tonight. Is it tonight? I thought it was tonight through PBS. Oh, shit. <laughs> This man is really going on PBS <laughs> to announce where he's going. I may be wrong. What is that, after Sesame I, Street or something? I, I, may, be, I may be wrong. That, that may be a joke tweet, but that was tweeted from the co-host of... Uh, yeah, before the 700 Club comes on or something? I don't know. It was the, 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 oh, Christine Leahy? Yeah. yeah. She might have been joking. I don't I, know. Maybe. Is it after 7th Heaven? I guess so. <laughs> PBS. So I found a I found a tweet before we talk about Kawhi. Where? Uh Mark Stein said on the Dan Patrick show, D'Angelo Russell does not fit there whatsoever. 
They just did not want to see Kevin Durant walk out of the door with no compensation. They will trade him. It's just a matter of when. Mm. I don't know. You I, can't trade a you can't a guy who's just traded unless that loophole comes in with the sign and trade. They got to be on your team for like ninety days or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. no. So so I, I that's what I was saying. I don't think that they'll be able to break that wall, but I think that they were trying to, but. I mean, if they were really looking to get rid of him, I think it would be by probably trade deadline. Oh yeah, and they would probably they would probably give him to somebody good, um, to to make it just I, I guess you could say a little bit more sexy for him. Yeah, would be the term that fucking Stephen A would use. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. I don't know where he would get traded, and I don't know <laughs> what the Warriors would get out of it, because let's just say he does end up on the Timberwolves or something. Right. Who the fuck on the Timberwolves are they gonna get? They give a shit about. And they're picks. not gonna get. And what picks? I guess I don't know. Yeah. Who, I don't know who the picks have. They, 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 they might get cat out of it. No, no, he ain't no, going no there. Cat's leaving. No, he ain't going there. No, no, they'll probably get fucking Andrew Wiggins. I would out say of it. probably. We're gonna get Andrew Wiggins out of this shit. Yeah. The fuck? Why the fuck would you want Andrew Wiggins? Or, I take D'Angelo Russell every day. Or there's a man that's been trying to go back to L.A. for a while now, and. He hasn't been able to because he thought playing with Russell Westbrook would be good. You could possibly uh, get PG uh, out of it. Oh, jeez. I don't want Russell to go through that shit. <laughs> I like D'Angelo Russell, bro. Why would you put him through yeah, that, bro? Come I, on. You, that's, just, that's just rude. What? Yeah, that's just, no, yeah. That's just rude, bro. you just rude. You, it, I mean, Golden State. I mean, uh, He didn't want to play for the... L.A. that bad if he went to play with fucking Russell Westbrook. Jesus Christ. Golden State. I don't know. That's in L.A. I mean, it's in the Bay. It's in the the Bay, but, you know, it's close to L.A., so. I guess. I just don't don't see D'Lo. I I just don't. I don't know. I I can't see them signing him to a max and being like, all right, get the fuck out now. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. They could, though. I mean, I... I don't know. Bob Myers works wonders with. with yeah, that's what I'm down. saying. So I feel like anyone he brings in would do well. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Um, I actually just got this from uh, NBA ESPN uh, about Demarcus Cousins. There is not a market for him. Not a single offer. Not the mid-level exception. Not the vet minimum. Nothing. Want to know why? Because he's an injury-prone big bitch that can only score when nobody else is. Um, Remember that time that they thought that he was going to be the next Shaq and he did that for four games and then died? Yeah. Um, <laughs> died. So. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know where he would go. I hope Boston throws him a minimum and be like, "Yo, let's give this a shot." Yeah. Cuz, you know, why the fuck not at this point? Yeah, what do you average like 28-15 like 3 years ago? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fuck it, you might as well give him a shot. Uh Isaiah Thomas got signed. De- DeMarcus will get signed somewhere if Isaiah Thomas got signed. They let they tried to let big girls play in the NFL too. That yeah, did, that that didn't work. No, um, so it's true. <laughs> Why the All right. So anyway, Kawhi. Where do we think he's gonna go? Where do we want him to go? Where do we not want him to go? I want him to go back to Portland. And Kawhi. If, yes, if he does not go back to. Did Port- you say Portland? I mean, not Portland. Fucking <laughs> Toronto. Fucking therapy in this applesauce got me fucked up. What um, are you saying? What am I supposed to do? Toronto. Did you see that? <laughs> I was like, Portland. Yeah. Who the fuck? Nah. Kawhi seem like a man who's from Oregon. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to go back. I want him to go back to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's not gonna go back to Toronto, I want him to go somewhere horrible and just fuck up the NBA again. Just so he could just stick it to the Spurs that much more. Yeah. 
like I don't I don't know I don't want him to go like to a fucking Magic or a Hornets team. If he but, leaves like, Toronto, they're not gonna make the playoffs. But imagine <laughs> yeah, imagine him won't. going to like Atlanta or something like that, and going and getting fucking like Trey Young and shit. Right. Like that. He's not me, gonna go there though. There's no, teams, like, but <laughs> yeah, like you know what I'm saying. But like for me, I would I would like that. So I I hope he stays over in Toronto. But uh, I don't know. I don't really like Canada that much. So if he leaves, I'm not really that mad. I think Canada's pretty cool. I'd love to go to Toronto one day. But I think he stays in Toronto and want him to stay in Toronto. The only other possibility is, God forbid, L.A., which would be god-awful. Oh, my God. I don't want him to go to the Lakers. I don't want him. I'd rather him go to the Warriors than the Lakers. Yeah, same. (laughs) And and this is is where my problem lies on with him going to the Lakers. You know, it's not so much that they make a super team again and whatever. It's that all these fucking fans that bitched and whined about Katie going to Golden State are now just suddenly okay if Kawhi goes to the Lakers and plays with LeBron and AD. Because now LeBron has a super team. It's the changing of the tides, man. Like, No, it's not even that, though. Like, I don't give a shit about you making a super team. It's just the hypocrisy of you fucking saying... Yo, Kevin Durant ruined the league, and then LeBron making another fucking super team with Kawhi, who's the best player in the league, possibly, and A fucking D. Like, suck a dick. How about that? Jalo, I was wrong on the last podcast that I was on with a lot of the shit that we were talking about. I wasn't in a right mindset. Um, What's his name on Twitter now? Big Kaboom or something? Yeah, um, but (laughs) I will say this. I've backed LeBron when it came to me being in a sober mindset. I've backed LeBron when it came to this whole trade ordeal. I've called KD a bitch. There's no comparison there because LeBron had his friends. Um, LeBron made that team better, and he changed his number and did things very differently. And, you know, he handled that well, even though he kind of was a bitch about it and went on fucking a stage and announced it like a weirdo. Um, KD did nothing. He went to the team that was, you know, he had them 3-1. They came back and won. And uh, fucking <laughs> literally they didn't like each other and they were going at it and all that shit. And yeah. you left your homeboy and all that shit. And KD's a bitch. If LeBron somehow does this shit and gets Kawhi and uh, AD, I can't back that, man. Because for me, this is a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for really. Me, for me, and it's cool. Everybody's going to make their excuses. And, oh, Bron's only playing until Bronny goes to college. And, oh, Bron's a great GM. And, oh, Bron just wants players. He's tired of being the best guy in the fucking court. It's cool. Three superstars on the team to me is not. I don't. I. I. I live. I live in that mindset of, you know. I mean, I. I guess you could say Michael Jordan rules because, for me, like, I don't know. I. I just don't see it that way. I don't. I don't see any competitive nature in trying to get the three best players on a court Mm. and it's just like it's me like for me that's like me assembling a team for scranton and being like unless somebody was talking shit to me like unless like stefan draper was like yo i'll go get your dad i'll go get willie chandler and you know 
uh, some other players, you know, Spencer and all of those guys. I'll go get them and we'll destroy whoever you get. Then I'd be like, all right, well, I'm going to get Connor Calais. I'm going to get Jason Kenny. I'm going to get Noah Tanner. Hold the phone. You did that with the Holy Cross Bowl back in 2012. Scranton, Andrew Moran. When you're like, oh, yeah, let's take him from Holy Cross and you get smoked in the playoffs. Oh, but boy, you, you know what I'm saying? That, that's Scranton High. That was, that was Coach B. I wasn't, you know. I was, <laughs> he was talking I about yeah, Scranton yeah, High. doesn't yeah, reach out and get the players. Uh, you got, you know, you got I, the big-ass white kid yeah, from Holy Cross and thought you were going to win. Like, that, the worst year before. But that's what I'm saying. Fucking like, Ricky Goodall you smacked know, your ass with fucking some free throws. But hold up. Fuck out of here. But there was prep, and then there was fucking G.A.R. and Miner, uh, Myers <laughs> that was literally re- recruiting players from fucking, like, Atlanta that were sick. Nine and trying to <laughs> that. What was that dude's name? I think he plays overseas now. I don't. I don't. Oh yeah. And then there was another. There was a boy from fucking Jar that went to to. Uh, it was like big, Rashid or something. He he went to the fucking uh, big baller brand league. Oh, so, did he really? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, That's great. So his name was like Shakir or something. Yeah. Like that. So so like for me like as far as going back to the LeBron thing, I just don't think that there's competitive nature in trying to assemble three uh, three fucking superstars. I've always said the Kevin Durant, Durant thing was a bitch move. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I wanted to get on Steph's back. And I do think that later on he did kind of piss me off with some of the shit that he was doing as far as like talking shit to LeBron when you have three superstars and they like last last finals when he was when him and clay were like you know kind of side by side and it's just like if i was lebron i would have mushed steph curry in his fucking face right and told him like you got kd and clay and you're over here talking shit while fucking jr smith just did one of the dumbest things that I've ever seen in fucking sport. Right. Get the fuck out of here. I forgot that, that even happened. You better honestly. go take that shit over to JR and talk shit to him. Don't right. talk shit to me. I forgot that even happened. Yeah, bro. <laughs> so I, I just, I, 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 don't, I don't feel like this is a competitive nature thing at all. And I know Jalil's going to go on and be like, I want to be on the episode again because this, he's crazy. He's crazy. LeBron doesn't deserve to win after everything he's been through. I just feel like LeBron's yeah, fuck yeah he's he's I'm going to go confirm his name right he's now. He's still the he's still the best in the league to me. Um you know, so I I just want him to be that. I want him to solidify himself as that. I want him to stay, you know, with this 27 and what what do you have like 27 to 12? Yeah, sure. La- last uh, last year, so you know, I want him to stick to that and I want him to keep winning on his terms and you know, doing it the fair way. Right. And being able to say, like, I want it a way that not many want it by. Because, I mean, other than Kyrie and, I mean, D-Wade, who was on and off hurt, Mike had Scotty, And Scotty sometimes outshined Mike. Uh, Kobe had Lamar, who ended up coming into his own. And, um, Kobe had fucking Powell, who was a monster. Yeah. Uh, and obviously Shaq. So it's like. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, I would back LeBron the most, but his personality is so shit that I just don't want to back him at all. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as basketball sense goes, I just don't think that this is a competitive move at all. No. It's kind of like a, for me, it's like the fucking Uncle Tom chilling a suit. Like, you know, all of these fucking memes. Yeah, like, all of these fucking (laughs) memes to me are, like, garbage. Like, I just don't like, like the shit, like, you know. Him and AD standing behind a stack of money. And yeah, like, you know, yeah. Like, if Kawhi like, comes over, like to me, that's corny. Yeah, that's corny as shit. And let me just say, I don't think Kawhi goes to LA. No. I don't think he's that kind of guy. 
I think he was calling Magic to be like, yo, what the fuck is wrong? The like, only thing that just makes me concerned is they haven't signed a single fucking person to nah, their team. That, that's true, but I, I feel like... Yeah, that like, is a little worrisome for yeah. me as a person who doesn't want him to go to the Lakers. Right. It's like, either they're... You, you just can't tell they're, if they're, they're really... Banking, they're banking. Because yeah. they, they, they were banking on AD before he signed, too. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if they're just being fucking stupid or they're just like really like sure of getting... Kawhi. If not, he's gonna do the same thing that he did last year, and he's gonna fucking assemble like Rondo and fucking all of those. Like he's gonna assemble he's gonna assemble whoever's left, and that's yeah. gonna be Demarcus Cousins, Marcus Morris, and Carmelo Ryan, Anthony, yeah. Carmelo Anthony. Like it's gonna be guys that are like are somewhat relevant, but they're not gonna do enough to yeah. win in the in the West. Um, no way, no fucking way. Yeah, no, especially I'm, I'm with scared. I. It's, but here's the thing: I'm not sure if there's a team in the West currently built right now to build beat. Two guys like AD and LeBron. With the Warriors losing Clay, the Nuggets, I'm just not into, no offense, but I'm just not entirely sold on. The Blazers, not I'm yet. not entirely sold on. The Jazz got a lot of good players. Mike Conley. Uh, they got Bojan Bogdanovic. They got, uh, who the fuck else did they get? They got another guy that's. Yeah, they do. I'm trying a big to think piece. too. They got a couple guys on that team. You... I'm not sold on Donovan Mitchell, and I, I don't give a fuck about Rudy Gobert whatsoever. He is garbage. Yeah. Fuck him. So, I'm not sold on the Jazz. I'll never fucking think the Houston Rockets will do shit. I'm just never going to think that. <laughs> no, they had their chance. Yep. Thunder, fucking no. <laughs> like, no. there's just not a lot of teams that I can see the Lakers. I mean, Portland, I guess that's, that's the That's what I said. I said Portland, and I, I just don't see it either. Yeah. Like, they, they had their opportunities to be Golden State, and they fucking shit on themselves the entire series. I think I think that if Hassan's happy, he could go back to that seventeen and fourteen season he had. Right, and you saw him; he was like, he was screaming, "I got shooters!" Could have swore I was designer, not fucking Hassan Whiteside, but he was real hyped about going to Portland. Right, yeah, maybe I just don't know when Nurkic comes back, and he'll probably be put in the starting lineup. How Whiteside's going to deal with mm-hmm. that? Because Whiteside wants an opportunity to start. Now he's got great players with Dame and CJ, but him coming off the bench, I don't know how he's going to deal with that. I like him. I, I think as, as if he's motivated to actually play, he's very good. But I'm not sold on the big guys that fucking do, you know, 25 and 24 one fucking game and they're supposed to be the next Shaq. That shit pisses Like Andre me Drummond? Up. Andre Drummond, fucking DeAndre was supposed to be like that. Just look at this like, picture of him. Ready or not. <laughs> like, you know, they put the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a legitimate argument that he might be like, like slow. Slow? slow. <laughs> Look how happy he is in this. Ready or not, who was, just who was like, the dude on the Phoenix Suns? I think his name was Marquise something. Chris. 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 Where is he now? That that's that, on the Rockets. He reminds me so much of that little motherfucker. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I He reminds me of designer. <laughs> the only the only team that I'm looking for I just I didn't find a lot of shit exciting. I gotta find shit. the other really? pictures, man. I bro, to be honest with you, I did not. I like I enjoyed the fuck out of this. When personally. when I saw like all of the all of the trades happening, I was just like, Okay, cool. All right, Boston was Woj kind of ruined it for me because this motherfucker does everything eighteen hours before the fucking shit is supposed to happen. Right. Um, but it's just like I don't know. All, All right. right, I want to talk about this real quick. A lot of I had arguments all week about this. About everyone saying Woj is like a a fucking like a like a Clippers shill 
which is basically like an agent for them. Yeah. I can't even get this through my fucking head that people think that Adrian Wojnarowski, a sports reporter, is out to get the fucking Lakers. To, like, <laughs> like, this going, isn't the Cold War, bud. Like, like, what are we talking about? He's a sports broad. Like, a he brings. He's he a does breaking book. sports news, and that's literally all, all he does. It's all great. he does. How the fuck do we think Adrian Wojnarowski is out to get the Lakers? You could say the same thing about Chris Haynes out against to, uh, to get the Celtics. But no one says shit about that. It's just that people are so used to people having their biases and shit like that. Like that when people report. It's, it's fucking report, insane. And, and and you look at Skip Bayless, you look at Steven, and you look at all of these guys that have these shows and shit like that. And it's kind of like, I don't know, bro. The only the, person that I back other than Adrian is Scott Van Pelt. Like, that's the only person that I back other than Adrian. Sometimes I back Bill Simmons, but... Nah, fuck him. Like, there's a lot of shit that he says that and does that I'm kind of like, eh. No. He's a very smart dude, but I, I think that he he's biased in a lot of the shit that oh, he Oh, yeah, says. absolutely. Um, I just... I don't, I don't know. I feel like people need somebody to hate all the time. They need somebody to be like, all right, well, this To confirm knows. their fucking shit. Like... There are people that are reporting, like, already that Kawhi signed with the Lakers. And it's cool, bro. It's all fucking LeBron lovers that are saying this shit. Yeah. It's fine, bro. Take your shit. If you don't like Adrian, don't listen to it. Take your shit to Bleacher Report, where they fucking report everything about LeBron James and fucking Rihanna. Yeah. Like, and (laughs) and keep that shit over there, bro. Yo, I can't stand it. I can't. I can't take it. I'm like, how the fuck are you guys this clueless? How? How the like everyone's like oh Wojnarowski uh, you know he doesn't report you know he does uh, fucking soft reports for the Celtics I'm like pretty sure Adrian wasn't talking news I'm pretty sure Adrian wasn't ta- uh, talking about fucking the Clippers since they lost fucking Baron Davis until they got like Lou Will and everybody I, just, I, I don't get it I have no idea what that <laughs> even means I don't get why you would even think that. There are people out, like like I said, fake fucking news reporters mm-hmm. that are like, Lakers just signed Kawhi Leonard. He's in the league for Perez Kawhi Leonard. Rob Perez pisses me off. I love Rob Perez. I know you do because it's a off. fucking comedy show. <laughs> Rob, Rob Perez. Perez. He cracks me up, dude. Fucking, he's yeah. He's not a news reporter, it, though. He's not no, he just used to work for Barstool and still has his checkmark somehow. Yeah, no, he just makes funny shit. He just makes funny content. That's it. Fucking That's all he does. Cracks me up. People are listening to like, a Reddit fucking thing, and they're like, yeah, we got Kawhi. I'm like, nothing came out yet. He just met them today. What yeah. are we talking about? Those are Shut like the fuck purple up. Purple and gold forever 01. Like, like <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> For real, though, I hate that shit. Like, Somebody it's all me. these young fans. It's all these young fans. Somebody kill me. Like, <laughs> for real, like, I just wish Kawhi would announce where he's going today so I could fucking stop hearing about it. Everyone is like, yeah, Warjan knows he's like, it's like a low-key racist or some shit. And like Wojnowski. So it's because like, everyone pulls that card with every little thing that someone disagrees They're listening with. to Chris Broussard. He <laughs> has never had sources a day in his fucking life. Not one. This dude has no idea what's going on My ever. man said, I'll release the text messages between me and KD. Never released them. Never. I'm not kidding. only did he not release them, he said that he was going back to Golden State and two minutes later he signs with the fucking Brooklyn Nets. And we're going to listen to Chris Broussard who goes on Colin Coward's show every day and spews the same old garbage about the Knicks and Lakers. Are you fucking kidding me? I think if your name isn't Baker Mayfield and you attend the fucking... You attend the fucking... um, 
I'm forgetting. Oh, Coward. Coward. I, you know why I'm forgetting? It's all people that I hate that I want to forget immediately. Like, yeah. My brain is programmed to be like, fuck them. Yeah. Um, I, I think you're a bitch. Yeah. Chris is a bitch. I think fucking, what's his name? Jason? Whitlock? Fucking Whitlock is a whore. <laughs> I, <laughs> Brian Winhorse is a pussy too. I, I, fuck Brian Winhorse. Yeah. Brian Winhorse. Um. Nick Wright got to come see me. <laughs> me and Nick Wright got to fight. I don't like that big nose fucking... I'd love to sneak Max Kellerman. I actually kind of like Max. I think Max is funny. Isn't he a boxer? Ooh, He'd probably Max Kellerman? Me. I like Max Kellerman. Fuck Nick Wright. Yeah. I don't mind Nick Wright too much either, but yeah, I feel you. He's a fucking LeBron. He don't, he don't like... He's, he don't, he's yeah. a LeBron lover. Yeah, so get Bayless and he, get sits, he shits on the Celtics all the time, and I'm just that, like, yeah, you're just That's sad. All in his did you throat. did you hear what he said about Kemba? He said uh, when uh, reports were saying that like they're gonna go after Kemba like the Lakers. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's the same guy as Kyrie. You know, same efficiency. You know, not a worse defender than him. A better leader. He goes signs to the Celtics. Oh, he's smaller than Kyrie. He's not as good as Kyrie. I'm like, Doug, we have video of you saying the other shit. You he's know, he's a coachable Kyrie. Yeah, like that's like shut the <coughs> fuck up, Nick. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I just think like. Someone, like, comparing Warjanowski to fucking Skip Bayless is just absolutely absurd to me. Like, someone was like, yeah, Skip Bayless and Bill Simmons have fucking biases. They're on fucking shockwave shit. Like, they're mm-hmm. on, like, shock news. They're not doing reporting breaking news, you yeah. dickhead. They're not the same thing at all. Especially now. What the fuck? Where are the fucking shock news, motherfucker? We don't have sources. We don't have shit. We're just talking about shit we see. Yeah. Warchanowski's breaking fucking news with sources, bro. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's just such fucking horseshit to hear, like, people like him, like, people like this on Twitter just talk about Warchanowski like that. It's so fucking annoying. Like, yeah, he's a, he's definitely going for the Clippers, for sure. He's definitely a fucking Clipper shill. 100%. Get the fuck out of here. He's a spy kid. No. Yeah, he's a, he's a spy <laughs> kid. The last thing that I'll say, I know. You probably got to get out of here soon. Yeah, you're going to talk about one more thing before. Oh, uh, last thing that I'll say before we go on to this next thing is, I know I mentioned it before, um, which was why I wasn't on the last episode. Uh, a lot of shit happened. Um, if you watched the last episode that I was in, I apologize. Um, that was fucking bad. That was really bad. Like I, I, I go back and listen to it like all the time because I'm like, it's horrible. And it's funny because, like, even my boys talk about it. Like, when it comes to Jalil, I never disagree with him. So it's usually, this is how our arguments go. It's usually me and Jalil together. And then it's my boy, Javon. And it's Eli, because those are the fucking woke people. Nah. We're, we're just factual, and we're the ones. But, like, Eli and Javon are, like, the, the, the knowledgeable guys that, like, go beyond... Like, we had a fucking conversation, and Eli started it off with, wealth is knowledge. Like, so that lets you know how fucking, like, how 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 much of a, how much of a fucking, like, woke guy he is. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then Zay, Zay is in the middle who just, like, talks shit whenever we say something stupid. Yeah. So. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. I just wanted to apologize to y'all for anybody that tuned in and shit like that, because had I been in the right mindset, that. That shit wouldn't have went like that. Um, yeah, we did my girlfriend was talking shit, bro. <laughs> my girlfriend was talking shit. Uh, Jalil needs to come on more because he, he needs he to call you out. On, he needs to call you out on your bullshit. 
it's like how much how many times have i ever you know came on here and talked that weirdo shit like i did first off i was calling omerta i was calling omerta amaretta yeah yeah i was just letting that go because i was making fun of your pants no no yeah i don't know what the fuck i was wearing first off it was like 80 degrees and i had a jacket on yeah that lets you know what it's I like. 80 degrees you got a jacket on right now but <laughs> <laughs> this is a rain jacket shout out to bloomsburg uh university can we get uh, a window check orientation you know what i'm saying uh student Son. orientation Shout, uh, shout out them. Check your ma- check, check your weather. Check your weather. Uh, He's over here talking about the storm that's gonna happen at the start of the episode. Later, now he wants to talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you got Tim's on in this fucking. I interview. always have Tim. <laughs> so rain doesn't start until three p.m. Bang. So we gonna move over happens. to the next segment. Shout out uh, Bloomsburg University Steward Orientation who gave me my fucking windbreaker. You're one of those dudes at eight in the you morning know. with all that energy, aren't you? Exactly. You're welcome to our school. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we on Twitter. On Twitter with it all the time. <laughs> all right. I remember my cousin was in RA and like it was fucking hilarious how he had to like act towards students and like we were both busy and like we were trash and like it was great. <laughs> like you're gonna tell them that they can't drink in a room but you smoke outside of the fucking school. Right. <laughs> It's right. Like, Hello. Welcome. We are here. Oh God. Bloomsburg, you. <laughs> All right. Now this is something that I think Nick can uh, chime in. on. Yeah, chime in on. Big Nick the... with the fucking forearm tattoo. I will never call you Big Nick again. That was horrible. Yeah, that was. Oh, that was, that that was, was kind of weird. Slim it's like it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slim Nick. Yeah, Slim Nick. Right. I don't want to call him that either. Yeah, it's, it's too. I'm close just gonna to call dick. you Slick. No, it's too no, close no. to Dick. What's up, Slick or Sharp? His girlfriend is definitely outside the room like, yeah, watch what the fuck uh, you're saying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, anyway, we're going to touch on this lightly because i got to go to work soon. But um, so I watched an interview. Uh, Joe Budden does this uh, pull-up pull uh, pull series uh, on YouTube where he interviews an artist or someone in the music industry, I would assume. Uh, he talked to Russ. Now, everyone on this planet knows I fucking hate this dude. Yep. So do I. This fucking midget. I hate him. Yep. I listened to a whole hour and 44 minutes of this fucking interview. How? Uh, I don't know. Because no, I couldn't even listen to the fucking Megan Thee Stallion one. I only listen to Vince Staples one because I'm from around that area even though he's from Long Beach. But I'm from around that area. Yeah. And he's, I listen, I listen he's, to and he's funny as shit. Yeah, he's hysterical. So. But I wanted to kind of just listen to it just to see where it goes. And it took me to a whole nother level of like, this dude is the biggest dickhead on the fucking planet. Yep. So he made some points that I kind of agree with in terms of like white kids kind of like shape these black artists to be like these wild ass dudes. And he's trying to not be like that. At the same time, he kind of, you know, he's kind of a fucking huge hypocrite. Because then he goes on and just, as a representative of hip-hop, he says, he just goes on and shits on these young kids and says they're all fucking dumb and just, I just can't stand this dude. He's just such a cocky little fuck for no reason. I think he more so, like I said, he wants to, like I was telling you before we started the podcast, I, I think he wants to establish himself, which is why I don't see that dude with a lot of other rappers. Um I don't think I don't know if he's ever did a feature. Like I I 
think maybe he's featured on something, but I don't think he's ever had a feature like himself. On his projects? I'm yeah. not even sure because that's how much I that's how much I, I, I listen to Russ. I don't have I, no I idea. I feel like because he was that guy when he went on and when he went on uh Everyday Stogo, I don't uh I, I, I believe he was talking about how his shit went platinum and he didn't have any he didn't have any features and yeah. da 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 It was all mixed mastered. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't yeah. give a shit. He talks about he goes, I'm a legend. In what? His a, own brand? Yeah. A legend. A legend. That's what I'm saying. No one ever is mixed mastered and recorded. And and shit. You know I don't give is? a fuck. Your you raps are garbage, you bro. You know what it is, bro? And I, and that's another thing that I hate too. I'm I'm old school, but I kinda I'm with Nick on a lot of the shit now. Because like have had I met Nick probably like three years ago, I would have been like, the shit that you listen to is absolutely fucking garbage. But I'm with Nick now when it comes to like new age rap and mixing the old uh, old age rap and being able to find a compromise and shit like that. And yeah. that's why I was telling you. But it's just like these 14 year old girls really make the they, this is what makes fucking people entitled. Right. And this dude is an entitled white boy who did a lot of shit for his family. And that's cool. And all of that shit. But. It, it, it's these little girls buying these fucking uh, streaming this shit and all that shit and they're the reasons that these these fucking acts go big because to me a boogie's not a rapper it's a fucking singer mm-hmm. all of the all of the samples that that motherfucker does is off of old school fucking donnell jones songs <laughs> pnb rock not a rapper that's a singer mm-hmm. russ not a rapper that's a singer. I don't give a fuck how much you flow in your song. Chris Brown is more of a rapper than all of them. And Chris Brown, to me, is a fucking singer. Yeah. And that dude does fucking freestyles. Acapella. Yeah. So for me, it's it's this new age bullshit. Everybody wanting to vibe and da-da-da-da-da. And A-Boogie's this and P&B's that. Shut up. You ain't no fucking legend. You ain't do shit for the uh, for no fucking music. No, you you got if if his music and him left today, yeah, nobody would give a. <laughs> you fuck. make fucking no. love. You make love songs and you're calling yourself a rap legend. Fuck the only here. good song we'll ever have is what they want. Yeah, I don't know why I like like I just think it's catchy. I might listen on the way home. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a catchy song. I just I don't I don't know what he sees in himself as this fucking monumental genius. his hair. He looks like he uh, just thinks he he's like, better than everyone because like he doesn't like smoke weed or do anything. Neither does. And he was any. talking about like the Xanax shit. Here's here's another. Oh, this one pissed me the fuck off. This is why I really hate Russ because he goes out, he wears that stupid fucking Xanax shirt and makes fun of people who actually go through shit. He goes, no, nah, that wasn't when Little Peep died. That that's just for like the young white kids that just do it because like other rappers do it. Like, Bitch, no. you wrote a goddamn novel on Twitter when Lil Peep died saying you were fucking right about shit. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You ain't act like... like He acts like he's just this fucking monumental figure that like, nobody woke, can fucking like, touch. Look up the figure be like, nah, he just thinks he's better than everyone for no and reason. And that's why I told he's you... He's a hoe. That's, yeah. that's why I told you, like... It, like yeah. he, he's so entitled because he knows that motherfuckers don't like him. So it's just that, that stick-it-to-you mentality and it's just like... For what? Because you're not even... It's not natural. No. It don't come off as natural. It comes off as you acting, and it's just you acting like an asshole. He's a fucking bitch. And it's like, you... 
you run around with security guards, bro. Like, yeah. you can't fight. And he a- said those were his people. Yeah. I'm like, get the. They were seven foot three. Those aren't your fucking people. You run around here with security guards. You fucking talk behind cameras. You are fucking corny. You make songs every two, three years, and people like the shit because you have fucking a bunch of girls in the videos, and you always make songs about women. You ain't no fucking rap legend. You ain't close to a fucking rap legend. And I'm sick and tired of all of these motherfuckers using their fucking records and their record sales. And their platinum. Yeah. I I worked for this. I'm cool. Congrats. That's great because... DMX went fucking, and this is a direct quote from Vince Staples off of Over and Under. DMX went fucking double platinum off of the pookie and still don't get honored by nobody because he was snorting coke yeah. and it wasn't taking care of his kids. But that that's a real legend. Snort coke, beat bitches, get godspeeding. Bro, and my, he is a legend. My man, and my man, <laughs> my man was pretending to be an FBI agent, so they took him off of BET Awards and all of that shit. You ain't doing shit. No, you're not doing a goddamn. I put black women in my videos. Kudos. Yeah. Kudos. Congrats. Congrats. And that's people who are the problem in the world that have to go out of their way to point out the fact that they do something. Nick, how that. do you feel about this hot bitch? Because you are the one that made the edit when I said that. Um. I don't know. I don't think he tries acting a certain way. I just think he he just he's just that much of a hot bitch. He's yeah. He's just. I feel like he doesn't try to be something he's not. He just really thinks he's that thing. You know what I mean? Like he really thinks that he's putting on for his community and speaking for people that want to make music and get big. He's from and, Atlanta. I know. It's, it's just the like fucking hottest thing in the south right now is Atlanta. And I feel like because he did the whole like drop the song for like a week every for like the last like five five years or yeah, whatever it was yeah, yeah. I feel like he thinks that he deserves everything he's got and I mean I don't know I don't I don't know what to say about him because like a part of me hates him part of me respects him as like a a producer and everything but I don't know he's just he's, he's just cringy he's mad cringy to, he's to just too to. much bro he's yeah. just way too fucking I understand you have confidence in yourself. As an artist, you should. But to the point where you act like you have, you know, you are the the brightest human being on the planet. And nobody mentioned mentioned them. I just feel like it's like he thinks he's really like a face for hip hop, but his music isn't hip hop. But like what he said about the whole like, like trying to define what hip hop is and like how white kids nowadays they talk about drugs and and that like and he's like that's not hip-hop it's just like he's true but like it's it, it seems weird that he's the one saying it because he's not hip-hop but no. and that's what i'm saying you it's a wrong messenger you, yeah it, it, there's people in hip-hop that can't define hip-hop mm. like the there's no i feel like it, it's gonna seem kind of like redundant to say this but i feel like nowadays there's no quote-unquote legends there's just there's just like like the legends, like who would you say right now is going to be a legend? See, that's what I'm saying. There's Kendrick. so many different. Uh, there's so yeah. many different. But like categories. Kendrick is because to me, to oh, me, that's what, that's what I was getting to. I, I yeah, that that like for me, I feel like as far as artists goes, there's there uh, there's differences. So for me, legends go Drake, Kendrick, 
J. Cole. Yeah. I don't consider Drake a rapper, to, to be honest with you. No, yeah. I consider him a dual major that picks... <laughs> that he He's able to incorporate both of them shits. But for me, I don't consider him a rapper. I consider him an artist. Especially because I go by the old school uh, way. If you're not putting pen to the paper, mm-hmm. then, you know, for me, it kind of diminishes your your you know your credibility a little bit but it's just like that it's such a normality nowadays mm-hmm. that it's like but like dr dre to me in a legend dr jay-z and all of them used to write his rhymes so as yeah. cool uh, as much as he used to you know he's a legend in producing yeah and like, he's a legend in producing he's a legend of money people, too i feel like yeah. the people who are like under my category of legends nowadays they're not the biggest people Fuck in no so no. it's like like people will be like well migos were on top like migos are not legends you no. know what i mean I feel like, like Mac will be a legend not because he died, but because his music will still real. stand the test of time, mm-hmm. and it's and, and it's and it's truly real. But he won't be a legend until down the line, till it, people yeah. actually actually figure that out. But that's like for somebody like me, I could go back and I could listen to the first album and then go and listen to everything after Senior Skip Day and all of that shit. So for me, like you know, it's that that's what I that's what I define as a legend, like how how much of your music was in the test of time mm-hmm. if and he were, said like oh people will realize later nobody would realize no because nobody, nobody you're, you're not there's nothing to realize there's he's he's being too like like i'm really doing something different but he's not doing anything different no he's not he makes there, it seem like he started a new movement but right. like the movement was already started does before he, does he, he have did a label? it huh does he have a label who russ yeah Cause I feel like he. I he, thought he has his label or something. I, Cause that's what I was gonna say. I feel like he's basing it off of off of oh I run with my own shit and yeah all of that. Like he's an entrepreneur, you know, more Anderson, than anything else. Anderson Pack dropped his label and he's ten times better than you. That's fact. Ten like times to me, better than you. Like to me, like Royce the Five Nine is like. That's a legend to me. Yeah, like legendary, legendary. but people Absolutely. don't even know who he is. You right. know what I mean? And that's like upsetting, but like that's just how hip hop culture is. Like ra- I, I, rap and hip hop, like it's like the same thing. But like I consider yeah. hip hop like more meaningful. You know what? Rap is like this quote unquote white kid, like drug. Like like to me, hip hop means like if you're a hip hop artist, mm-hmm. you speak the truth and you tell a story in your stuff, and you it's meaningful. Like if you're gonna be like, I went to the club and I bought bottles, and that's yeah. that's rap. You know what I mean? That's like. That's rap to me. I, I mean, like, it's the same thing, but that's how I define it. You know what I mean? I, I, I agree with you. I, I say the same thing. Like, people are like, yo, like, who's legendary to you? I go, that's still alive today. They go, yeah. I go, MF Doom. They go, what? I go, MF Doom. I don't think anybody knows who that exactly. is. I know who he is. That, and, that, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like, you know, obviously Cole and Kendrick are going to be legends down the line. Yep. Um, like, right but, now, who do, you th- but, who do we think that are, like, right now that are, like, going to be is there anyone currently who's on right now that is I you think might be i don't think i don't think yg's music will stand the test of time the only yeah. one who released an album like that recently that i could think of that could be considered legends like schoolboy q you know someone who's like not even rap like i feel like post malone will be yeah a legend yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and by the way he's dropping an well, album yeah. july 5th dropping an album yeah also, I think Freddie Gibbs will be at some point. Yeah. Him and Mad Lib together, that duo, is legendary. Yeah. But Russ, no. Nah, it's just too, like, too 
If Simple was, of a formula. If this was six like, years, he can't even fucking get girls, bro. Get the fuck out. He make love songs. Can't give girls. He's nah, five stop. two. See, no, this is where I disagree with you. Motherfuckers love that long hair, bearded, weird shit. Not when you act fake woke. That's why Kyrie got no bitches. Because uh, yeah, Kyrie definitely got no bitches. Kevin Durant get no bitches because he fake woke too. But Kevin the thing Durant's is, some people don't see it. Is that facts or what? Is that facts or what? Some people don't see it as being 12, fake woke if, though. If this was twelve years ago, I would say that for me, Puya would be a legend. Like well, Puya's I, nice. I, I, yeah, because that album that he just released uh, for me was, you know, I love that album. So. Yeah. All right, I got to wrap this up because I got work in eight minutes. I'm going to be late as shit. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, catch you guys next time. On if y'all, episode if y'all got a job for him, uh, call him. Yeah, facts. Fuck I'm, that job. Yeah. <laughs> I said it, not him. <laughs> yeah, I love my job. <laughs> Peace. Drums are